Good afternoon to all of our fellow health enthusiasts. My name is Aubrey Mast and I'm a professor of nutrition. This is a new podcast developed by my friend and colleague, Dr. Charles Benz, and we call this show Healing Trends with Dr. Benz. We search the internet every day to find the best scientific studies that can be used to improve the health of every interested person. You will not see many of these studies in conventional media because most doctors do not have the time or the interest in finding them. And there are special interests that are also less than enthusiastic about you knowing about these studies. Every week we will explore nutritional science that has the potential to prevent and even reverse 90% of chronic illness. This could save many lives and help to stop the healthcare crisis that will eventually bankrupt our country. This is frequently called functional medicine and it has been adopted by thousands of doctors, as well as medical schools and hospitals, including the Cleveland Clinic. Today's program is called Arthritis, an Unnecessary Illness. Well, hello, Dr. Benz. Hi, Aubrey. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I mean, I was dealing with so many uh, other chronic illnesses this week, but I kept on being reminded of the fact that most of these chronic illnesses have some of the very common same uh, aspects to them. Inflammation is, you know, part of almost every one of them. I was dealing with some brain things today with people who had really, you know, difficult brain challenges. And I thought, well, I looked at the the stuff I was doing on the brain and I thought, my God, it's the same as arthritis. It's like, you know, it's inflammation. And I just said, I say to people, look, if you want to get rid of inflammation, you've got to adopt a balanced diet that, that puts you in a better place from an alkaline point of view because there's certain foods that promote acid uh, development in your body and that's the sugar and the dairy and the processed foods and you know if you want to get get rid of your arthritis just eat a lot more vegetables a little bit of fruit some nuts and seeds as a good oil you're going to find a majority of your arthritis pain and symptoms will just disappear within a week or two and I know you're on board with that because uh, you're, you're the nutrition pro in our group. And uh, I know you have some, probably even some good case studies to share about people who have actually gotten rid of their arthritis because of the kind of things that I was alluding to. Is it true, yeah. I hope? <laughs> it is true. I mean, it's, it's like anything we've talked about. It's such a process. But the reality of it is like... You know, I just always struggle with this. There's so many times that I have um, dealt with clients or even with students and they're like, well, my family has arthritis, so therefore I have to have arthritis. And, I, you know, I always push back of like that. That actually doesn't have to be the case because what we're really talking about is the amount of inflammation that's circulating in your body um, and specifically looking at C-reactive protein. And I'm in complete agreement with you on the protocols that you mentioned. And the research is really there. And it, again, it just does not matter what symptomology we're talking about. We're consistently looking at how do we re- reduce inflammation in a, at a cellular and a mitochondrial level in order to prevent illnesses. And so with arthritis, I have worked with a lot of individuals that have really reversed arthritic pain simply by reducing the amount of inflammation in their body. You know, it's amazing what can happen just by swapping out sodas for water or by removing artificial processed sugars and moving towards a lot of fruits and a lot of vegetables that that piece around alkalinity whether we're talking about using supplements or we're even talking about reducing the amount of stress 
because that also creates cortisol, right? And the more inflammatory markers in our body. There's a lot of research that shows how efficacious it can be to just increase alkalinity, but also doing that in conjunction with reduction of stress. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of segue another illness just to, to sort of highlight the example that you've given. There was a study today that came out that showed that people with COVID are developing um, diabetes. And, and everybody's puzzled by this. And I'm saying this is not a difficult thing to, to, to respond to. The reason that people aren't di- diagnosed with diabetes is because by the, when they give them the test, either the A1C or the total glucose test, it's a fasting test. Anybody that has uh, gone without food for about 12 hours, they're going to have a fairly low uh, glycemic index measure and they're going to come out, oh, okay, I'm not diabetic. But if you realize that after people eat, 90% of them are diabetic for the two or three hours after they've eaten. Three meals, that's like eight to nine hours that they're diabetic. And so if they do this fasting test, then they're not diabetic. And so then COVID is uh, causing diabetes. No, COVID's not causing diabetes. COVID is, is exacerbating the situation that already exists that's underdiagnosed. So I say get rid of those stupid A1C and total glucose tests and do a glycomark test or the glucose challenge test, which actually tells you how your insulin receptors are working on your cells and actually tells you whether your pancreas is working. So this is we're, we're, I'm going to segue back to arthritis now and say, yeah, you, you, you probably have some pretty good numbers for the, the sugar measurement in your body, but they're not correct. You must get one of these other tests in order to know if you're really not processing sugar the way you should. And because sugar is one of the main reasons that people develop arthritis, if you don't have the right test and you don't find out soon enough that you have too much sugar in your diet, you're not, you're not processing it properly, then you're going to end up with arthritis or some other disease. So I just thought I'd mention that because that was right at the, that just came in the line this morning from the news media about uh, the connection between COVID and diabetes. And I thought, yeah, and guess what? Arthritis falls right into that inflammatory area with sugar is one of the main problems. Yeah, the sugar. And then I just also go back to the type of saturated fats and trans fats because they're extremely inflammatory and cause a whole cascade of potential issues. I mean, the American diet is rich with processed sugar and saturated and trans fats. And so when we really look at that, I agree with you on this correlation uh, around the lack of correlation, in my opinion, around COVID and diabetes, but also around the Americans have a great susceptibility for already being ill based upon our diets um, and the lack of movement. You know, there's multiple factors. And so when we're really addressing arthritis, there are several factors that you know, are modifiable, like reducing weight that cause being overweight causes a increased risk of arthritis, along with increased risk of type two diabetes and cancer and heart disease, um, and autoimmune illnesses. And so really cutting out the extra weight is really essential into reduction of 
uh, all of the illnesses that we talk about. But then also, you know, the load, uh, whether you're in, in a state of acidity or alkalinity, and I will just state, like, for the majority of Americans, they're in a chronic state of acidity, and they're in a chronic state of acidity and dehydration, which is just a deadly factor when we talk about how do we reduce inflammation in the body. It's by increasing the alkalinity, but also increasing hydration, and then using these mind-body modalities to really target the amount of stress um, that is ever present in our society at this time. You know, I think the fats and the sugars, alcohol, any type of toxic load, we've talked about this previously, exposure to toxins increases inflammation. Um, And so, you know, there's lots of different factors. Caffeine and tobacco can exasperate how much acidity is in the body and then also how much arthritic pain is expressed. There's multiple factors uh, and ways to tackle reducing not only the inflammation, but subsequently the inflammation and pain associated with arthritis. Yeah. And, you know, uh, there are so many connections. I mean, I I think the cravings that people have are leading to uh, arthritis and diabetes and depression because these cravings are for things that the body needs. But take the sugar, for example, and uh, let's take more specifically chocolate. People who, who crave chocolate are really craving magnesium because 65 or 70 percent of people have an actual deficiency in magnesium and magnesium is the mineral that actually takes glucose and oxygen and takes it into the cell to be used as energy well if it's if it's in there being used as energy it's not being used to deteriorate the arteries or deteriorate the bones and, and 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 your joints and so these things go together and 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 so again i have to say the test that's being used is not a good test. You have to get the RBC magnesium test to get a more accurate picture of how much magnesium you actually have in your body. And so these things are so interconnected that if you don't have the right doctor, you don't get the right test, you don't understand what your cravings are all about, then you scratch your head and go, gee, I wonder why I developed this arthritis. Or I wonder why I developed this you know, pre-diabetic condition. Or I wonder why I'm having depression. They're all related to inflammation. And that's that C-reactive protein that you talked about. Another marker is the homocysteine level. You can't make hormones or neurotransmitters without enough amino acids and vitamin B6 and vitamin B12. So and, and until people start to understand a little bit more about the body's chemistry, and how these things all kind of play together. Yeah, you can tell them just eat more of this and just eat more of that. But <laughs> I think it helps when they understand why they're doing that. And that's where your educational classes come in. That's where the articles and programs that we're doing come in. Because fat is inflammatory. Every fat cell is actually contributing to the inflammatory matrix in the body. And so losing that weight, I mean... If you're eating the right foods, and this is the other thing that's like a catch-22, if you eat the foods that your body needs, the vegetables and the, the lean protein, like the fish and the poultry, nuts and seeds and the right oils, you won't have the cravings. If you don't have the cravings, you're not going to eat too many of the wrong foods. If you don't eat too many of the wrong foods, you're not going to have the inflammation. It's kind of like, wait a minute, these things all go together. So I'm I'm thinking... What are, what, are, what are some of the, the supplements that you think are good? Because I know sometimes you can't do it with just diet alone. You need some 
therapeutic levels of nutrients. What are, the, what are some of the ones you like, Aubrey? Turmeric, specifically paired with pepperine or black pepper, because that's really advantageous at reducing inflammatory markers, but then also has been shown in research trials to help with arthritic pain. And so turmeric and curcumin and black pepper is really the first place I start. And that can happen within, you know, your cooking and sauteing, and you can add some turmeric and black pepper into whatever you're sauteing, but supplementation definitely has a higher delivery mechanism on it. I go back again and again to the importance of sea algaes. They're going to really help with mitigating there any acidity that is found in the body also they help with removal of toxins garlic has been well established within the research in order to help with arthritic pain and then changing what kind of fats you know so when we really are looking at omega-3s um so you can get those through flaxseed oil you can get them from ahi flower oil or you can get them from a fish oil and really increasing that there's a lot of spices that have been well documented to help with arthritic pain as well um cumin we're looking at ginger boswellia there's also cayenne pepper there's a lot of ways to use spices not only to give your food more flavor but also to actively help with reduction of uh, arthritic pain. Yeah, those are great. I mean, I, I, I wrote a newsletter on that a couple of years ago, and almost everything you mentioned is in that newsletter. The one thing that, that I would add, and uh, th- this is really important because I've had arthritis for you know, uh, 50, 60 years because all the, the sports injuries that I had early on in my life. And uh, I've, I've been really into hyaluronic acid. And, and hyaluronic acid is the thing that is kind of needed by the body to make synovial fluid. And, and I think some of my joints don't have cartilage anymore, but they have a really nice coating of synovial fluid. And so I get away with uh, a, a lot of things because, and also it's good for your skin. So I have a really healthy looking skin. And I think it's because of all the hyaluronic acid that I take because it's in hyaluronic acid. It is in every skin cell. And, and so... Uh, you can take it as a liquid. You can take it as a, uh, a a pill. It's very hard to get therapeutic doses in any foods. So hyaluronic acid is is, is really uh, what they call a, a polysaccharide that is really amazing. And uh, glucosamine and chondroitin uh, and MSM are, are, are also in formulas together to help with uh, repairing the damage in, in joints. And so I like those as as well and, and there's two that weren't really readily available a couple of years ago when i wrote this article on on arthritis and one is called specialized pro resolving mediators spm i'm telling you aubrey when it talk about pain and inflammation this is the superhero of pain and inflammation resolution and these are uh these things come out of fish oil fish oil is a really good thing for arthritis too but when you take the resolvins out of fish oil and concentrate them into a pill uh, called these specialized pro-resolving mediators, the response is just out of sight. I mean, my wife had a pain in her in her uh, in her finger, and uh, she started to take these SPM tablets. In a day or two, she said the pain was gone. So then, three or four days later, she forgot uh, to take her pills, and the pain came back. And she said, I thought these were supposed to resolve the pain to make these cells go through a process of actually repairing the inflammation cycle. I said, yeah, but it doesn't take three or four days. 
I said, you've got to, you've got to go a couple cycles of cell replacement before you can get that kind of action. And by the way, SPM is the only nutrient that does that. All the other ones you mentioned are stage one inflammatory uh, pain marker reductions, but they don't change the actual cell to become a non-inflammatory cell. And that's what SPM does. And they're actually using it in cancer treatments now. So there's six resolvents, D1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. And my oncologist friend is actually putting these resolvents into IVs to give to cancer patients, getting amazing results. And the other thing that wasn't in this uh, newsletter a couple of years ago was uh, molecular hydrogen. <laughs> so this stuff is another one of those miracle drugs. He uses this for his cancer patients too. And they're actually in an article that came out today, this uh, molecular hydrogen actually had a positive reaction on rheumatoid arthritis. And that's not easy to do because rheumatoid is, of course, the one that has more of the genetic influences to it. Osteoarthritis is more of the lifestyle thing. But that's how strong this molecular hydrogen is. And you can get it in a tablet, just put it in your water and you know drink it. You have to drink it within 45 minutes or an hour because it, it kind of dissipates in terms of its physical activity. But what he does with his cancer patients is they all buy a molecular hydrogen uh, unit and they sleep with it. And so they get seven or eight hours of constant molecular hydrogen treatment. And this is one of the mainstays of his cancer treatment is Dr. Daniel Thomas in, in Mount Dora, Florida. And he's been getting better results with stage four cancer patients than most other oncologists and hospitals get with stage one cancer or two. So he's, he's got the leading edge stuff. So when you talk about anti-inflammatories, this uh, specialized pro-resolving mediators in this hydrogen, molecular hydrogen, they're the heroes for me. And I've had injuries, not only sports injuries, but I was in a car accident 35 years ago, should have had an operation and should have a lot of pain. But I've been taking all the, I've been eating the alkaline diet, taking all these supplements that you've been mentioning, plus the SPM and the molecular hydrogen. And most days I have no pain at all. And that's a miracle. That's a miracle to me uh, because injuries will, will cause arthritis. And my, my injury, my back came because my back should have been broken. It was twisted so badly. And so I give people a pass if they've had bad injuries because I know what that can do to the body. And I know it's a lot harder to treat those particular cases of arthritis than it is just some you know, that came out about because they were overweight or they, they didn't eat right. Is there anything else that, that you've learned in your vast experience that kind of helps with this whole thing of, of, of arthritis and inflammation? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of research that shows that self-massage daily is really helpful for reducing arthritic pain, you know, and that's a premise within Ayurvedic uh, practitioners where you will use oil massages or self-massage to help stimulate the lymphatic system to help with that cleanup of inflammatory markers that are residing within the body. Um, there's a lot of research that shows that acupuncture is extremely effective and, you know, the, I, the power of the mind cannot be overstated and guided imagery meditation has been shown to help with reducing um, arthritic pain as well. 
and moving the body. You know, like the importance of getting up and moving the body is really just the cornerstone of helping the body reduce a lot of that inflammation that it gets subjected to from our environment and from our dietary choices. Well, you know, you mentioned toxins a couple of times, and uh, I, 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 I hasten to add that there are tests that people can actually get to measure how much toxicity has been in their body. And uh, this is called the 8-O-H-G-D test. And yeah, it's probably a little more expensive than the average blood test is. And this one happens to be a urine test. But I'll tell you what, uh, I got some results today uh, from two patients over on the other coast of Florida. And the amazing thing is the athlete in the family who had the best uh, blood test overall uh, was still low in his 8-O-H-G-D. But his wife, who had four or five or six things out of whack, had a lower 8-O-H-G-D than he did. And so he may have been exposing himself to more toxins by virtue of the fact that he was doing a lot of exercise. And the exercise actually produces free radicals in your body. And if you're not taking enough magnesium and vitamin C, those free radicals can accumulate. And so what people need to know is toxin and the, and the damage to the DNA of the cell is accumulative. So if you're exposing yourself to more radiation through uh, cell phones and computers and televisions, and you're exposing yourself to more free radicals through exercise without the right amount of magnesium and the right amount of, of uh, vitamin C, then you're going to end up with a toxic load that is going to show up on your 8-OHGD test, and that's the DNA damage. Now, he's not high enough to worry. He's still in the low range. It's just that she was even lower than he was. And I think I figured it out that his thing was more exposure to electronic devices at the workplace and a little bit more exposure because of the exercise he was doing. So I, I think with arthritis, you have to get the right blood tests. You have to have the right diet. And uh, I think self-care, this is one of the ones where I think that people could really take this and say, you know what, I really don't need a doctor in this case. I need to get my C-reactive protein tested and my glycomark tested and my OHGD tested. Get the right tests. And then all of a sudden you'll be able to say, wait a minute, I can do my diet. I can do my supplements. And guess what? I can then do the test six months or a year later and I can see whether I've improved. And also, they'll know because of the pain. What are some of your patients say after they've done the program you've talked about? What do they notice in terms of the, of, of the pain and the other symptoms that they experience? And how long does it take to usually get that kind of result? Well, I mean, research really shows within you know 21 to 30 days that you can start seeing really huge differences within the amount of inflammation within the body, but then also the perception of pain. And so my clients have really reported, you know, like, oh, I have more increased mobility. I feel better in my body. And then guess what? They also have more energy to continue the work around moving their body more and eating better. And so, you know, there's subsequent benefits that come out of shifting the diet and shifting the life lifestyle. And so really within that four to six week period, you can really make tremendous uh, strides it just is dependent upon how willing you are to make those changes that again brings up the addiction 
to foods, especially fatty foods and sugary foods, and the ways that they alter our neurochemistry, um, because that can be really challenging for people to shift from that highly acidic, highly processed, sedentary lifestyle to one that's more based upon lifestyle medicine and alkalinity and prevention. Yeah, I think that we were obviously preaching to each other on this, but I want to end telling you a story uh, about a really sad case uh, that happened within my family in the last couple of days where uh, one of the the, the men in his 60s, a nephew of mine, uh, had been diagnosed with Parkinson and he was later diagnosed with, uh, not Parkinson, but what they call uh, PSP. And it's kind of like a form of neurological damage that's similar to Parkinson's, but has some different symptoms and characteristics to it. Anyway, I asked him, I actually asked him this morning, so did your neurologist in the last two or three years when you were dealing with this ever mention nutrition? And he said, not once. And I said, mm. so that also means that he never, she or he never mentioned nutritional supplements. He said, not once. To me, this is really tantamount to criminality. This is really, really bad. You know and I know that the science behind depression and, uh, and, and another another guy that last week I was treating with depression and he's been dealing with the medical profession for three years with chronic depression and he's now off all his meds because guess what? None of them worked. None of them were sustainable. And I said to him, did your neurologist ever mention nutrition? Not once. So to me, this is really a short shortfall of, of the medical community because we now know that a majority of these drugs for these different illnesses don't work. Alzheimer's, uh, all Alzheimer's cures, that they claimed were going to work had a 99.6% failure rate. The Cleveland Clinic did a study of all of them. And the only one that worked was the one that wasn't a monotherapy. It was a multiple therapy from Dale Bredesen, uh, who wrote uh, The End of Alzheimer's. And he had 38 things that he addressed. A majority of them were nutritional things. And so when you look at these relationships between inflammation in the brain and inflammation in something like arthritis, you can see that diet and nutrition is the number one way to treat these things. And so I'm hoping that everybody will get that message that 80 to 90% of these chronic illnesses can be prevented and they can be reversed with safe, effective, less expensive treatments that have good science behind them. And so I hope that we start to win this war, Aubrey, uh, because uh, the, the, the casualties are mounting. And uh, now within my own family and, and circle of friends, I spend at least half of my time uh, helping people to resolve these things because the medical profession couldn't. So I think, if, unless you have a closing comment, I'm going to wrap it up. No. I don't. I mean, I just think that there's so much there. I mean, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, <laughs> you know, my, my thoughts to myself for a second. Yeah, I, I hate to be the, the agent of doom. But, you know, when when the, the only, I, when I had my clinic uh, about 10 years ago, 
The only people who came to my clinic were people who had been to five or six doctors and gotten no results. And so I couldn't take it. After a year of treating you know, several patients every day, I just said, you know what? I can't take this. This is too much pressure. And I have to be careful now because it's starting to, to mount again. I mean, I love every, work, every bit of the work that I'm doing, but there's so many people now that are older and are experiencing all these inflammatory problems that I love to help them, but I have to be careful that I, you know, have to keep myself in balance as well. So, you know, I make myself exercise, I make myself relax, I make myself eat right and make sure that I stay healthy so that I can help them be healthy. And uh, you're a younger version of me, so you're going to, you're, 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 you're already way ahead of everybody else on this, on this program. <laughs> um, Thank you. Our sponsors are the Southern Trust Financial Planning Company, and they are great help uh, to people who want to have their financial assets taken care of. But guess what? Uh, they've been working with me for about 18 years now, uh, providing workshops to their clients and making sure that those clients can enjoy the wealth that they develop by being healthy and making sure their family is healthy for as long as they can possibly be healthy. So Southern Trust Financial Planning is one of those companies with the right ethics and uh, we're, we're, we're really happy that they can support us. DHA Labs, I think they're the best blood and diagnostic testing company in the country. Uh, they have a lot of brain chemistry testing and, and immune testing and cancer testing. And now I'm going to develop a new uh, brain uh, examination or test for them. It's going to be launched this week. And it'll be the most comprehensive one out there. And I'm really proud to be working with DHA Labs. So if you have any personal individual testing needs that you need or your organization needs test for for wellness and health dha labs is really a great company for doing that and uh, paddock pools paddock pools has the healthiest pools out there there's no question they have like a vacuum extractor that takes the chlorine gas out of the top of the water and this is the water this is the air that you breathe when you're swimming and if it's filled with chlorine gas it's going to cause deficiencies in zinc and vitamin D3 and it's going to compromise your health and we don't want your exercise to compromise your health. So Paddock Pools, Rock Hill, South Carolina, they make these vacuum extractors and they, they put them on these pools all over the country and they're the ones that are actually promoting the healthiest swimming that can be done from anybody from actually age 2 to age 82. And uh, the final sponsor is MPB Health. MPB Health is a medical cost sharing company and they're able to pr uh, promote wellness with education and with incentives to try to make sure that the people who belong to their organization are as healthy and well as they can possibly be and by doing that they actually have managed to reduce the cost of health care the by uh, the insurance company uh, payments by about 30 to 50 percent when you can reduce the cost of your health care by 30 to 50 percent you know you're doing something right in terms of promoting wellness. So I would, I would encourage anybody, like an individual or a small group, a small group of employees, I think if you got together and looked at their program, you'd see this is something that really has value and can get you off of that treadmill of higher and higher insurance costs every year. MPB Health, good, good medical cost sharing company. So those are our sponsors. I'm really happy they're with us. I'm really happy that Aubrey Mast is with us. She's the best best partner in this kind of a process that I could have ever hope for and I thank her every day for all that she does for me. All right, bye for now Aubrey. <laughs>